0: Is there not an entire section on this subject? Okay. No, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Peter, for example. Is your is your book for sale, about it? Yes. Sir. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. But have you ever asked God for forgiveness? I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 56. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. Yes, I understand that I am a day late and I'm $1,200 short. Uh, We have not got any stimulus from the government yet. Um, Not that I'm really looking for it, but, you know, it'd be nice to have a a couple bucks in my pocket. And uh, honestly, we didn't we had to pay taxes this year. So in order to get it, we actually had to go sign up for it. And uh, so usually I'm not a fan of the stimulus stuff. But uh, you know what? The government shut us down. The government needs to pay us um reality we're paying us this is it's our money i mean do you really think the government has any money that they're paying you with other people's money so um yeah there you go stimulus uh rant over was it a rant i don't know what it was man it is just it's been it has been a week it has been i mean I think since this lockdown each week has gotten more and more i mean obviously if you're listening to my podcast or watching my podcast you know that i've gotten more and more frustrated as the weeks have gone on and uh and yeah this week is no different i'm i'm had to adjust the lighting there for a minute um i'm still just as as frustrated more frustrated um i'm ready i'm really glad to see that people are out there uh, protesting, saying, "Open us back up." I'm glad to hear Trump say that we are in the process of opening up. I am ecstatic that our church is meeting in the church this week. Uh, we get to, and again, we're we're practicing social distancing, so it's going to be really, really hard for me. I'm not going to be able to hug anybody, um, and and if you know me, that's tough. That I mean. Not even able to shake people's hands and stuff like that. Um, but out of out of safety's sake and respect for uh the people in the church, I will I will uh respect those boundaries. Um except for the people who want to hug. And uh, if you want to hug, come tell me and I'll give you a hug. I'm all about hugging. So yeah, we are um it's I'm, I'm, again, I'm a day late, so I'm recording this uh, Monday night into Tuesday morning. Um, so a uh, couple of other things, a little more uh, info to, to kind of chew on while we talk about what's happening. But um, and I didn't update my coronavirus numbers. So these are actually Sunday's numbers. These are these were the numbers I prepped for yesterday yesterday. Um, And then had all kinds of technical difficulties with uh, OBS. And um, so I just, I said, bag it. I went to bed early and said, I'll do it tomorrow. So worldwide confirmed coronavirus cases, 2 million. So remember, we got 7 billion people in this world. So this is a very, very low number of people who have got that. Deaths. Um, worldwide 159 thousand okay I mean death is tragic it's sad but this is I mean again in the in the fact that the numbers I don't think we can I, I didn't think we could trust the numbers initially but we can't trust the numbers now because how many of these deaths are actually underlying conditions um, that are just being, said that they're coronavirus uh sorry i, I have a I have a tv in here that runs photos of uh my family photos and stuff it's all the stuff off of my facebook is just like the screensaver for my chromecast and it's on all the time and i just happened to look over and see a picture of me and my daughter asleep on the couch so sorry for the little giggle and the little side note um cases in the US 732,000. Now, as far as we can tell, these numbers are I mean, as far as people have been tested, these numbers are reliable the number of cases. But again, not many people if you if you haven't been symptomatic, you haven't been tested. Again, I'm, I'm I saw a post the other day of somebody saying that if you thought you had it before December, you're out of your mind. I am convinced that I had this in November. Um, all the symptoms I had and it was horrible and it lasted two weeks. Um deaths in the US thirty eight thousand. Um, I would I would venture to say half of those are actually coronavirus deaths and not underlying condition deaths that were gonna happen anyway. And and that's again, I, I have to I have to preface that. It it sounds callous and maybe it is a little bit, but I mean, death is a reality. I posted on Facebook today. I refuse to live in fear. The reality is, is if I never left my house again, if I never hugged my wife or kissed my daughter or shook a, a stranger's hand, if I never ever did came into contact with any human being ever again, death would still find me. It's the only, you know, they, they say there's only two, two um, guarantees in this life, death and taxes. Well, in reality, there's only one because you can find a way around taxes. There's only one guarantee in life. You're going to die. And again, I mean, people just angry because I would just outright say it, but it's reality. 10 out of 10 people die. Life is a terminal disease. Ain't no one getting out of here alive i mean i can throw out all the cliches you want reality is and and the reality is is they've made it clear that these numbers are not they're not accurate they're not trustworthy because anybody i mean and the the memes have been you know the 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 meme play is on point with uh you know man eaten by shark uh died of coronavirus right and or hit by a bus man run over by steamroller uh died of coronavirus and and that's essentially if they even suspect that you had it i mean there was something that i read today and i wish i had remembered the the what i read and again it's it's media so questionable um that they're they're just they're people that they're saying died of coronavirus without even testing them to see if they had the virus if they showed any symptoms and they died whether it was they had underlying conditions or not they well those they died of coronavirus so i don't trust these numbers sorry you know i know it's an unpopular opinion but i don't trust these numbers and i i honestly you know i mean I posted again this morning that I was excited about meeting with the church uh, this coming Sunday, and that I was also eager to read the subtweets and so on. And I did. I did get subtweeted by a couple of people I know. And, uh, you know, so it's like, you know what? We need, to, we need to get out and start building up herd immunity. We seriously need to get, I came home from, from work today and the first question my wife asked me when I walked in the door is how long will it take for all of us to get this? Because in reality, once we open back up, we are going to spike again. We are going to have an increase in cases and so on. But we need to do that because we need younger, healthier people to get this, to get through this so we can start building up herd immunity. You know, and again, I saw something that, that, I mean, people don't think herd immunity works. You know, it's funny how, you know, months ago when it was dealing with whatever and measles and and so on we're seeing this and it's because of the anti-vaxxers they're like oh well you have to do they have to have the herd immunity and and blah 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 you know vaccines everybody your my vaccine doesn't work for your kids vaccine and all the things that they said but now suddenly well no it's not you can't go out and, and develop a herd herd immunity well come on people make up your mind here is the reality of it you know again I have my mother-in-law living here and I love my mother-in-law dearly. And I will do everything that I can do to try to avoid from making her sick. I will go out. I will live my life. I will do my thing. I will go to restaurants with my wife. I will. And and if my mother-in-law is still concerned about it, she can stay home. This is the reality of how quarantine works. You should not be quarantining healthy people it is the the people who are sick, and the people who are, uh, I, I hate to say, prone to this. Because again, I hear keep hearing you know people make comments like the the virus targets the virus doesn't target anybody. The virus isn't cognitive of what it is doing. It's just out there, but it affects people differently. I have diabetes and hypertension, so supposedly I'm in this 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 more uh, you know uh, a, a date. I can't think of the word that I want to use. I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a, uh, I'm, cause I'm really, I wouldn't say I'm immunocompromised. My diabetes and my hypertension doesn't make me more susceptible to this. It's not, I don't have respiratory issues, you know, except for the fact that I'm out of shape. And, you know, when I, when I have to do a big job, I get a little winded sometimes, but I mean, I can walk up and down the steps and not, not feel it. So I'm not, it's not a respiratory issue, but people who are, you know, who have underlying conditions that can make them more susceptible or more uh, prone to death, I guess that would be the statement that I would make. Those are the people who should stay home and should quarantine and should ask people, hey, if you're going to come over, will you please wear a mask? Because I don't know if you have it. Reality is me wearing a mask is not protecting me. It's protecting you. If I have it, it is protecting you from me because the mask, you know, the mask catches the droplets. If I were to, you know, express those or so on. I, I got my mask. Shout out to Hog Mom. I got my mask so um but yeah so and I have I have other friends that have seriously immune conditions immunocompromised uh issues and so on we used to have our house church at their home and you know the first thing we would do when we got there for house church first thing every person would do was go wash their hands because we care. For our friend who is immunocompromised. And so we want to wash our hands. We don't give full-on hugs. You know, a shoulder bump or a side hug or something like that. After we wash our hands. These are things that people do. You do not have to stay at home. That's the reality of it. I honestly... I mean, and, and here's the deal. There's no way to say that staying at home curved this thing any more than going out. Because my life didn't change at all I still have to go to work I'm essential I've got not a a theme change except for the fact that that we haven't gone to the restaurants the way that we used to and I mean we've eaten out a few times where we've gone and either done pickup or had it delivered Um, we haven't had a whole lot of delivery but um, we go and pick up the food so again I mean we're not standing inside and we're not sitting but Here's the reality, folks. I mean, unless, of course, you're at like a concert or a game or in a movie theater, how often are you within six feet of a complete stranger? Okay, maybe for a few minutes standing in line at uh, whatever restaurant you're, if you're ordering. But once you, once you're there and you get seated, I mean, you're in close contact with your family and you might have someone sitting behind you. But how often are you turning around and breathing on them and, and stuff like that? So in reality, I mean going out in, in that sense and if we have restaurants and stuff like that that are properly sanitizing after each customer you know wiping down tables with a sanitizing agent the issue isn't should not be it should not be an issue so there 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 you've got my coronavirus rant for the day uh it looks like we're gonna start opening up um I said it last week, I wanted to meet with my church and I wanted to have a a proper poker game. Well, I got one out of the two and who knows, maybe um, Outlaw Bar, (laughs) uh, if you're watching this, highly unlikely, open up on Sunday. Whether they let you or not, exercise a little civil disobedience, bring your employees in, pay your customers. I will come in and I will spend my money in your bar. Grinders, let's have a poker game. There we go. That's, that's that's that is that is my desire for this coming Sunday. I wanna I get to go and have have fellowship with my church family, and and here's the deal. I will be there through both services. So what we're doing instead of one service, we're gonna do two services so that we can you know spread out more and have less people in the room um, to afford the ability to social distance. I will be there for both services. Because I want to see everybody in my church family who's able to come to church this Sunday. So I'll be there, both services. I'll be standing by the front door as people are coming in. I won't be shaking hands and I won't be hugging, but I will be saying hello. Because that's what I do. And that's how that's how much I love my church family. And I am ecstatic. And I'm getting a lump in my throat. This is, this is how excited and emotional I am. I am about wanting to be with my church family. I mean, I love being with my family family. It's been it's been great. Um, you know, it's been phenomenal, the time. But, I mean, we spend the time together. I mean, again, my time with my family has not gotten that much more, except for the fact that I, I haven't had, you know, I've cut down two poker games a month now. And other than that, I'm not going every other week to play poker on Sunday nights. I still had my poker game with the church guys last week, which we will be having one again this week. And I'll be making an announcement. Um, But other than that, my, my family time hasn't changed at all because I still have to go to work. What I've what I've lost is my time with my church family. So there you go. That rant is over. And now I just want to talk about the bizarro. Uh, the, the law enforcement of Bizarro World, because that's where we have, have found ourselves. So most of you have probably seen this image, uh, this video, the state of California, literally, and I'm want I don't, I'm not sure what beach this is, Venice Beach, I think, um, in, in Venice, California. I'm not sure. I, I heard someone say, I don't remember, but they literally dumped 37 tons of sand in the skate park to keep skaters from going in and skating to make sure that they social distance. So, uh, the the fantastic thing about this and this is by order of the governor. This is this is, you know, and we're seeing, you know, people law enforcement giving citations for people who are being out. You know, we saw it in in Kentucky, the church services where people got fines for sitting in their car, listening to their pastor, you know, because they weren't properly social. I mean, the, the, the power grab and the tyranny, literally, this is the word that we use for it is this is tyranny that has been uh, expressed by the government and police departments around this country. Now, Utah never didn't have an actual order. It was a recommendation. There was no order. There was no rule of law. I know they tried to do it in um, in Salt Lake City, and I even had a bar owner that I went to do a pest control service for say, so, well, if I even open that door, they're gonna they're gonna find me or arrest me. And I'm like, dude, no, they won't. Okay, wasn't able to do a service because he's convinced that he's gonna go to jail. But we are seeing, you know, people are talking about putting people in jail for not. I mean the. Yeah, who it goes de blasio and cuomo in new york and and newsom in california all these these governors that are the, the the governor in michigan is it was the lady that was like you can't buy you can't leave your house you can't go from house to house and you can't buy gardening supplies and then she tried to blow it off by well there there'll be snow so that's taking care of it anyway I mean, this is literal tyranny. the The great thing about this is the the skaters said, "Well, okay, you know, uh, a classic example of you give them lemons and they're gonna make lemonade." They took and they they turned the skate park instead of a skate park, they turned it into a a dirt bike, a motocross thing. They you know they moved the dirt and made some jumps and stuff like that. And they brought their dirt bikes in and they rode. So, uh, you know what? thumb their nose at the government there and i think that is phenomenal so we've got all these these police agencies that you know and and you see the memes you know they're letting prison uh, prisoners out of jail to avoid you know the 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 quarantining of them together the the Yeah, The closed quarters so they don't get coronavirus, but then they're threatening to lock people up who go out and don't properly social distance. I mean, the the irony and the hypocrisy and all that just wafting up the aroma of all those things um, is just insane. So you've got all these police agencies that are, are are overstepping their bounds in trying to tell people what they where they can and can't go and what they can and can't do and and how close they can be to other people. And yet in Texas this week and this is a really bad picture, I wish Marcus had posted this was the only picture I could find. I wish Marcus had posted a, a better uh you know, maybe a lower I, I'm assuming that this it's posted this way. To cut the face of the young girl who had had an abortion out of the picture, but this is at an abortion mill in I want to say Fort Worth, Texas um, was where they were John C speed side Cy, Sitem Brutengate uh, Marcus Pittman were all down here doing evangelism and videotaping at a uh, uh, an abortion clinic, and this guy comes out and brandishes his weapon and literally I mean. In a, in a threatening manner, I mean, okay, did he point it directly at Marcus? No, but the law is in Texas. If you brandish the weapon in with the intent to intimidate, it is illegal. And that is exactly what this dude was doing. He pulled his gun to intimidate the, the guys who were preaching and offering help for these women at this abortion clinic. Um, Mill, I apologize, it's not a clinic. I can't call it that. Um, and so the intention was to intimidate. So they called the Fort Worth police. They did nothing. I think they, they may have finally, after everything they they, what do they call it? A class B misdemeanor. And so they, there was no actual citation or anything and they need to do some investigation. And then they may go pick them up with a warrant. I guarantee you they're doing nothing, nothing. Get, yes, just yesterday, I believe, or Saturday, uh, another gun was pulled on someone from Apologia Church in Arizona at the, I want to say the Tempe Planned Parenthood. So we're seeing this and police are doing nothing about it. So we've got this, This I mean, and this is why I'm calling the episode, you know, the law enforcement of a Zara world, um, is because we've got police that are literally... <laughs> like taking a page out of in here. I'm going to get, I'm going to get flack for this, taking a page out of the Gestapo tactics of the Nazis. And, you know, you can't go here. You can't do this. You can't drive down. I mean, literally guys that are, are wakeboarding 20 feet away from anybody around them getting cited and arrested in and, in California, and women out jogging with nobody around them being arrested because they're not staying at home. You know, the, the police are are signing these people and arresting these people. But then, when you've got guys like this that are brandishing weapons and people that are pulling guns, and the police are doing nothing about it, I mean, the this is just completely turned this nation upside down and on its freaking ear. I mean, in New York is is building an app so you can uh great babylon b article today i wish i had pulled it up so i could read the title but essentially the app is called karen um because so you can you can snitch out your neighbors who are not properly social distancing and then again somebody else another meme that went around that now apparently calling women karen um is is likened unto the n-word and it's it's misogynistic and, and i'm like you know what i, I want to go back to last week I, I didn't queue up to stop the world i need i need the 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 dulcet tones of gary Sharon to to stop the world i want to get off this has become insanity And the only way the sanity is going to be restored is if we get back out and get back to our our lives in general. And that's what we need to do. We need to open it back up. We need to let the young and healthy people get back out there, start living their lives. I mean, Sweden is, is basically through this thing. Because... They've developed a herd immunity. They didn't shut anything down and they let people go out and do what they were going to do. And, and they've kind of gotten through it. Now we've got it. We've, we've, we've kept everybody cooped up and now we're going to get back out there and we're going to experience another spike. And are they going to try to shut us down then again? We can't be shut down forever. We just can't. I mean, I mean, it's a ridiculous idea. You know, people are losing their businesses. Why is it more why is it more loving your neighbor when you're telling people to stay home to lose their businesses, that people might commit suicide because they lose everything, their financial ruin, which we know, I mean, that's not an exaggeration. We know that happens. Over the fact that we're saying let everybody get back to work and let people get back to their businesses and if you have a propensity to to get a uh, an extreme uh version not, not an extreme version uh you know extreme reactions to this virus, then you please feel free to stay home and we'll make accommodations for that but rather than telling everybody in the world I mean this is this is like you know the whole class suffers for one person's actions taken to an extreme and you I mean you're hearing it you know it, it, you, the ridiculous comments that people are making oh well now we've got to we've got to start all this over because you people went out and you had a protest and blah 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 no it is our right to protest it is our right to work, to live the pursuit of happiness. And you telling me that I have to stay home is violating that constitutional right. And I'm sorry that you don't like it and you think that I hate old people and I just want people to die. That's not true. I just want people to be able to live their lives and I want to live my life. And as somebody who is in a a uh, category where I'm, I'm more prone to having an extreme response to this. So be it. If you are, have issues, underlying conditions, and you want to stay home, please do that. Please, I, I, I respect your right to social distance and stay home and, and keep yourself safe. You have no right to tell me that I have to. And that's what makes this whole thing so frustrating. Because if me wanting to get out and wanting my, my friends to be able to continue to have their businesses, to support their family, my desire for that somehow makes me uh, like a like a serial killer in the eyes of some people. I literally have had somebody say, when I said I wasn't, I didn't want to abide by these stay at home rules and stuff like that, I literally had uh, one of my groomsmen from my wedding who told me that I was going to leave a trail of bodies in my wake. What kind of ridiculousness is that? That's just that's just stupid. Because here's the deal. And no, I haven't been tested for the, the antibodies and maybe I didn't, but I am convinced that I had this back in in the end of last year and I went to church, I served communion, I hugged people, I went and played poker, I went to restaurants, I went to all these places, movies, you name it, I was there. And nobody died. Nobody died. This is not a death sentence for everybody who gets it. Not everybody is going to get it. And if you take care to wash your hands and avoid breathing on people or coughing on people and sneezing on people, then you're not absolutely going to pass it. This is not the super germ. This germ, this virus will abide by the same laws as anything else if we just maintain our own safety wash your filthy hands cough into your elbow sneeze into your elbow don't get in people's faces that aren't your family i mean you you shouldn't be breathing the same air as anybody that you're not related to anyway and even people you're related to I love, I love my cousins and stuff like that, but I tell you what, when we hang out and we do get together, I'm not within that close of a range that, that I'm going to just being in their presence is going to make them sick. It's just not, we have been sold a bill of, uh, a bill of lies, you know, on this and the, the models that were given at the beginning, I mean, Stanford has got, apparently got, and I haven't seen the actual study, Steve Dace put out a video about it and talked about it a bit, but apparently they've got some, off the data, the data that we've already experienced, they have put out some, some good information that is completely different than the models that we were given that was complete speculation, so there you go my rant is over many of you hate me now and i'm okay with that i honestly am um i just want to see my friends be able to get back to work and i'll tell you what here's here's the last thing here i'm gonna jump up on a soapbox and, and tell you this when this is all over when we are able to go out when restaurants are opened up again please go support your local mom and pop shops you know Avoid Applebee's and Chili's and Chick-fil-A and, and so on. And I mean, I say Chick-fil-A, but understand that each Chick-fil-A is, is individually owned. And so, but, you know, go hit the the local places. If you're here in Ogden, go hit Criddle's Cafe. You know, go down and buy a cup of coffee from Futures Coffee in Layton or Grounds for Coffee or hub city coffee one of these small places that has has not had business for almost a month now or over a month for some of them that are 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 seriously going to be struggling maybe drop a, a a little extra tip if you can you know and and support these smaller uh these smaller uh shops you know shop local um you know i know that, that there are tons of places that have the the things that go on where it's like shop local saturday or whatever shop small or something to that effect hit the the smaller places it might cost you a little bit more but do it go out and support our local businesses so these dope places don't go away you know the big box stores the 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 franchises and stuff like that they're they're mo- they're likely going to be all right it's these really small places, you know I mean? Chick-fil-A has lost a little bit of business, but they, I mean, the lines are still really long of people going in and picking up takeout and getting delivery and curbside delivery and drive through and stuff like that. You know, McDonald's I, I don't think is hurting Burger King, any of those places, but the small places like, uh, Jeremiah's like Pepito's and roosters and, and stuff like that. I mean, these are just local places for me. Um, they're the ones that are suffering so get out and support them when this is all said and done spend a little extra time in the smaller cafes and the smaller restaurants and the smaller coffee shops and 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 avoid your starbucks for a couple of months just to get these other people get back on your feet on their feet so there you go uh rant over I uh, hope some of you still like me and, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week, hopefully I'll be on time. Soli Deo Gloria. Mm.